Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. I want you to grab your Bibles as we go into this third part of this semester, Jesus on Evangelism. And uh, turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. You all look so good out there. We love you so much. For those that are watching online, we God bless you all and thank you for joining us. Share, like, and just uh, get the word out there. I think this is going to be really encouraging for some of us that really need to hear what Jesus' approach was on evangelism. How many of you know that the happiest people in the world are those that make a difference in other people's lives? The happiest people in the world are those that help other people. And this is a fact. And when the church begins to feel alive again is when the church begins to reach out. Jesus was the Son of God. He was God in the flesh, and yet Jesus didn't have a mansion He didn't have a Cadillac. He didn't even have his own transportation to go into that triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. He had to borrow somebody else's ride. You get the point. But he was the happiest person that had ever walked on this earth. Fulfilled with God's will. But the key to Jesus' life was is that his life was meant to give life to others and that's the secret so today what we're going to talk about we're going to be talking about following Jesus's example I'm going to read you just two scriptures really quickly Ephesians chapter 5 if you're ready say I'm ready are you ready let's do it let's do it follow God's example therefore as dearly loved children And walk, say with me, walk in the way of love. Let's say it again. And walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. As a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Walk in the way of love just as Jesus did. This is a game changer for us in this hour if we can grab a hold of the principle of what Jesus did and we do the same exact thing in our time right now because really, truly, more than ever, more than ever, the world is looking for answers. So many disappointments, so much heartache, so much pain, and so, much, so many questions. The world needs answers right now, and we believe, I believe, I think you believe that Jesus is the answer. That was five of you. I'm so glad five of you agreed Jesus is the answer. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus will 
always be the answer, has always been the answer. That's why we're here. We're here because of his presence. Let's just go into prayer and just ask God to bless this service one more time. We can never pray enough, right? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this moment. Dear God, we do nothing without your help and nothing without your strength and grace. So, Father, in this moment, you just bless every family member here. God, touch every dad, every mom, every daughter, every son. God, we pray that every person that's listening right now, those that are even on the podcast that are watching, that are going to be listening in the future, and those on YouTube and everyone around on Facebook right now, that you would just, God, empower them and encourage them and let us find out how you led others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you have to lead with love. You have to lead with love. God bless you guys. You all can be seated. Thank you for worshiping with us. I want to I wanna move into this, but I want to give straight talk and really deal with the, the challenges that we're at with right now in our world. The church is the answer, folks. The church has the answer. Not because of its status in the community of influence, not because of any other means of, of popularity, only because Jesus is in it. The reason why you and I are valuable is because of who's inside of us. That's the reason why you and I have value, because we, number one, our souls are eternal. But what brings value to our souls, the same principle that brought value to the soul of Adam when God breathed the breath of life into Adam. And through the breath of life, Adam began civilization and life began in this world. Without the Spirit of God in our life, without the Spirit of God in our relationships, Without the presence of God to be there, we're not of much value. In other words, we have things in our life that are still limited because we are limited. When you go to someone for help, you want to approach somebody who can really help you, not someone who's in the same problem that you're in and can't even help themselves. That's what we're dealing with right now. Evangelism is a very important topic for all of us right now because well, we, just, we just need to, we need to win our families to Jesus. We need to, our friends and people that know us to experience what drives you and I every week to God's house to worship, what drives us every day to think about him and devote ourselves to him and be conscious of it what is it inside of us that's driving us it's the spirit of christ through the love of god through the love of god and right now it's it's so divided in our in our world let's not just say nation but our world is so divided it's you know Vaccinated, unvaccinated, right? Mask, no mask, right? You've heard a lot of preachers mention the division that we've had right now. It's, 
it's it's well I don't I don't believe the report they're lying versus they're telling the truth who do I believe there you can't really begin to find stability in this world right now because everyone's so different and everyone has different opinions and everyone is immunized immunized others are staying out of the way i, I don't want to go to church you got to go to church home church it's do you see the division the one thing that has to stand out in this moment is the unification of the church. And the only way that will happen is by the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. If we will stand up and take action right now in our world, our little world right now, in our little sphere of influence, the world will begin to see clear direction and want to follow somebody who has the answers, who is different, not someone who has been influenced by either side of the aisle and are caught pleasing everyone. You cannot, we cannot please everyone but everyone has to do what is best for their family in the eyes of God but everyone that is part of the church has a grand opportunity right now to stand out and be different to stand out and be different John 13, 33 says this, Dear children, Jesus said, I will be with you only a little longer. And as I told you, Jewish leaders, told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I'm going. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Where is the proof of the church right now? Where is the proof? Let's go, let's go a little bit further. Where's the proof in your family that God exists? I mean, we come to church, right? We get ready. You look good. Car's clean. Supper's cooking. We're in the tradition mode right now. But where's the proof that God exists? It's not, uh, this is probably the wrong thing to say, but it's not coming to church. We come to church because we're hungry for God. 
We come to church because we want to worship God. That's an attribute. But where's the proof? Jesus said the proof is going to be found when you not just love me, but love other people. I've never in my life seen so much frustration, hatred, misunderstanding, fear, anxiety that I have in the day and the hour that we're living in right now. How many of you will agree with me? Just, we never thought we'd see anything like this in our lifetime. But here's the good news. The good news is the darker it is, the brighter the light. And when Jesus shines in our life, there is proof. There is proof resting on and in people. Do we have proof? Are you providing evidence? You and I have to ask the hard question because it is our responsibility as the living church, the church of the living God. Where is the proof? Where's the evidence? We believe in God and all of his kindness and all of his goodness and all of his power. The first thing we have to do is point number one, we have to be the voice of faith. And we can't repeat what everyone else's opinions are because there's opinions and then there's truth. There's thoughts and ideas, but then there's the word of God and our conviction and then there's the spirit of God that drives us. The voice of faith, it's only accumulated. Are you ready? The voice of faith is only collected from the presence of God. You ever said to yourself, I just, I wanted to say something, but I just didn't have the unction or the courage. And right now, more than ever, the church needs to open its mouth. Not with opinions, but be a voice of faith and a voice of encouragement and a voice of, of one that would bring hope in a world right now when everything seems hopeless. The church has a voice. The church has a voice. I want to read you something that Jude wrote, Jude chapter 1, verse 17. And I want you to make note of this. In the New Living Translation, Jude is writing to the church and he's telling them, but you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ said. The very disciples of Jesus said, they told you in the last times, now consider this, in their last times, which was their era, how much more in our day right now? So he said, in, in the last times, there will be scoffers whose purpose in life, think about this, whose purpose in life is to satisfy their ungodly desires. Selfishness, right? These people 
These people are the ones who are creating division among you. These are the people. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's spirit in them. So let me give you some advice to people who have opinions. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's not spirit-led and you have to consider the source. So don't lose frustration and lose your religion in this moment because somebody has an opinion. More than ever, the stability of the church, the voice of the church has to be constant. And so right here, it says, so they give themselves, they follow their own natural instinct because they don't have the spirit of God in them. But you, dear friends, must, say I must, build each other up in your most holy faith. Wow. Most holy faith. That's pure. That, that's untainted. That's holy, pure. How? Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you and I understand that God has a faith, a pure faith, you know, the kind of faith that, that when you look at a problem, instead of seeing it as a, as a mountain, you look at it as a molehill, you look at it as just a little bitty stump, you, you see an issue and it looks like an opportunity. You, you look at a devil and watch, all you can see is a victory coming and you, you see a sickness, but all you see is healing. That, that's faith. You understand what I'm talking about? You, you see fear, but all you can, all you see fear in the world, but but when you look a little bit closer through the eyes of God, it's like God says, uh, this is the perfect time for me to do something in this hour right now. Praying in your most holy faith. Turn to somebody and tell them again, you, there's a pure faith God has. There's a pure faith. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them. There is a pure faith that's available to you. But pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is the most important thing we can do because that's where the transfer happens. So you see, the pure faith of God is transferred by praying in the Spirit. There's a transference. That's why we encourage here to understand what it means to have your prayer language and baptize in the Holy Spirit and worship and pursue Him and live life in the Spirit through prayer. Prayer is so vitally important because that's where heart is transferred to heart. That's where spirit is transferred to spirit. And it says also that when you pray in the power of the Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life, in this way, watch this now, here it is, in this way, 
you will keep yourself safe in God's love. In this way, you keep yourself safe in God's love. But then we've got to show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. I want you to recognize the correlation between the two. The faith of God, the love of God, the mercy of God. That's a chain reaction. That's a chain reaction. Praying in the spirit, when God prays through you, through your surrender, how many mamas believe in praying in the spirit? How many daddies believe in praying in the spirit? How many grandmas do we have here? How many people were raised in church where your mama, your daddy, your, your grandma, your grandpa, they prayed over you. They, they, they constantly were in prayer over your life. And sometimes they didn't have the words, but the spirit began to work in their life and the spirit began to move. And, and somehow here we are generations later living for God, doing the right thing and, and staying in our, in our most holiest and purest faith. But there's a chain reaction. And these things occur. Because the second point is, is that it's very important that you understand that love has you covered. Love has you covered. This is very, very important right now. I want to show you this slide real quickly just as a simple example because this is what we're dealing with right now. Depression, fear, anger, anxiety, all of these emotions are affecting people right now in this world and is falling freely. And we've become susceptible to every emotion simply because we're not covered. We allow ourselves to walk out in the world uncovered, and when we come face to face with somebody, there is no distinctive difference between us. And then when they do have a thought or an opinion about the state of our world and who's right and who's wrong, we're not sheltered from it to think freely. And we succumb to people's opinions and thoughts and emotions and the cancel culture and everything else out there in this world that would give us a false voice, a voice that totally contrary to the promises and, and the word of God. But he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And there is a group of people, I believe, right now that God is raising up to walk under the banner of a relationship of love that will stop any negativity, that will stop... Look, let me, let me explain to you like this. Don't our, our, our parking lot teams do a great job when it's raining outside and they carry the umbrellas and... Don't they do a great job doing that, keeping you covered? 
them young people, they have their raincoats on and they'll go over somebody, some of you and walk you to your car. And I, I think that's very hospitable. I think there's a spirit of servanthood and I think it's great. But, but in our world right now, you may not see the rain, but it's there and there's a lot of emotion, but who's got you covered? Where's the covering? As a pastor, I, I, I pray for you. That does a lot of good. I, I pray for my family. I've got you covered. I, I got you covered, Mike. I just pray God's blessings on you and whatever you're going through, in Jesus' name, shield your faith. Whatever you're experiencing in your health, I pray God would shield you from sickness and disease. And, and that's part of our job. But, but are you carrying the cover through your relationship with God for your own house? How about for ourselves? Right now, any one of these emotions can pull us in any direction and we lose our identity. We lose our identity and then we get lost in this transition and instead of God using this moment to win our family and our loved ones, we are totally distracted. But here's the good news. Love has you covered. Love doesn't fail. Watch this. 1 Corinthians 13 and 7 says this. Love never gives up. You mean it's that simple, Pastor Bobby? It is very simple. This is very elementary here today, but we need to be reminded. While we are worried about everything else in this world, if we'll simply stop, slow down, and fall in love with Jesus and pray and talk to him a little while, there's going to be a, are you ready? There's going to be, I don't feel like giving in and I'm not giving up kind of spirit that will come out of you. I'm not giving up. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what's going on. There's something inside of you that says, Keep moving. Keep going forward. Don't get discouraged. We all need a little bit of that right now, don't we? Turn around to somebody and tell them, keep moving. Keep going forward. Keep believing. Keep praying. Don't give up. Don't give up. And listen to what else love does. Love never loses faith. I understand. I understand it's easy to lose faith. But the love of God is such, has such powerful healing properties. The love of God is the key to sustaining life. More than ever, your children, your family needs your faith. The world needs our faith right now, and they're not going to follow somebody who's not covered. They're not going to follow anybody who's not shielded. But if you're shielded, people are going to look at you, and they're going to say they're not affected like everybody else. I mean, it's, it's, it's just falling out there like cats and dogs, just, just all kinds of bad reports. But that person right over there, do you see it? Do you see that? 
There's something different about them. They're not affected by the news. Probably because they turned it off. They're not angry because, wow, something different about them. I think I'm going to follow them. I think I'm going to go where they're going. I think I want to do what they're doing. Because I'm going to tell you, here's why we're talking about this today. This is, this is so important. There's a lot of choices right now. And there's a lot of ideas. And there's a lot of different religions even now. And there's so many different ideologies that are being formed. They're coming after your family. And if we don't keep our families covered and sheltered through our relationship with God, somebody else is going to win them to another idea, another lifestyle. But if every mama and daddy, if every mama and daddy, if every person would just get under the shadow of God, and stay in his presence during this season. When we get through this season, we're going to be stronger. We're going to be better. We're going to be wiser. We're going to be more anointed. We're going to have some things in our life that God sustained us through. We're on a journey right now like the children of Israel in the wilderness. And they made it through. They made it through the wilderness. God sustained them, but it's through his mercy. But they had something called faith. Your faith has to be pure. The love of God will keep you. But love never loses faith. Love is always hopeful. And love endures through every circumstance. That's who you and I are. You and I are confident in Christ Jesus because we know the love of God shed abroad in our hearts. How many of you love him this Sunday morning and you know that he loves you? How many of you can feel the love of God? Come on, Haley. How many of you can feel the love of God in your life when you surrender to him? We need an experience. Come on, stand to your feet. We need to engage right now. That's what we need to do right now. We need to put some faith and action and take a moment for our families and for our loved ones and for those here and say, Lord, i got to get under your covering. The weekly challenge is this. Find one person to give cover to this week. This is very simple but very profound for us to do right now. Could we lift up our hands and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I surrender my heart and my mind. I surrender right now, dear God, everything. And I just pray the love of God. And I pray, God, in the spirit. Come on, somebody, press in. Press in. Give him two solid minutes of pressing in right now. For the sake of your family, for the sake of your loved ones, the only way to win them over to God during this hour is to lead by love. And the only way to have the love of God is to surrender your faith to Jesus. 
just to surrender your faith to Jesus right now. And tell him, I surrender. I surrender all to you. Can somebody lift up your voice? Can we just fervently press in? Tell him right now, I just surrender my life. I surrender my heart. I surrender my thought process. I surrender to you right now. I'm not going to walk out of this building, God, unprepared. I'm going to be shielded. I'm going to be the voice of faith. I'm going to be the encourager. I'm going to be the one that discourages the devil in people's lives. I'm going to be the one that's going to speak faith into people's lives. I'm going to be the one that's going to be covered by the love of God. And I'm going to watch the hand of God move in my children and move in my family and move in my friends and move in my business and move in our and our, with our co-workers' lives, everyone around me. If I'm around, love will be around. If I'm there, I'm praying. If I'm there, I'm praising. If I am there, I'm going to be there so God can be there. I want you to think of that one person right now and begin to call their name out in prayer. Come on, let's go. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our families right now. We pray for our loved ones right now. We pray that our disposition, God, and our whole position spiritually would be upright in love. That the love of God would be shed abroad, Father. That the Spirit of God and the anointing of God would begin to move in our lives. We pray, Father, that you would just expel all depression, anxiety, and fear in this season and of our life. Let the church become alive. Let the church stand up and be noticed and recognized. Let there be a distinguishing difference between us and the rest of the world. We pray right now that you would begin to move. That you would begin to move right now. Help us break barriers. Help us break barriers right now. Help us break barriers right now, Lord. We're believing for the best. We're believing for the best. In Jesus' name, let the love of God shed abroad right now. Pour your love out right now. Pour your love out. Pour your love out right now. Give faith to those that are here right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us get focused again. Give us the eyes of evangelism. Give us the eyes of evangelism right now. Let us feel the urgency to win our loved ones, God, to win our family, to do it by acts of kindness. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.